Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 17 of the Puck Around podcast presented by Fantasy Hockey Network. I'm your host, Avery Rosen, and I'm here with our three panelists, Jace Rosen, the big ticket, Kyle Kagan, and of course, Stephen Masters Miyoto. Boys, how are we? Finals. Finals are done. The fantasy season's over, unfortunately, but how did we do last week? Yeah, finals didn't go as expected for me. I uh, lost in one of my leagues, but... Kyle, you seem to be, cut, be getting cut off here. Hi. Oh. He's trying to get me groovy. Yep. Jace Rosen. Randy Orton. Out of nowhere. What a d- guy. I'm talking about how I lose my championship, and he's playing all this celebration music. <laughs> this fucking guy. To be honest, I thought it would just, like, you know, lift the spirits. You were getting kind of down, and I wanted the people to know, like, it's provocative, you know? It gets the people going. This is going. supposed to be a fun show. Yeah, it's a fun show. I'm sorry I didn't win, boys. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> Had another good week. Um, two championships. Oh, uh, oh God, this I mean, is already getting to Jace's head. He's wearing sunglasses inside. He's playing I music. Am. I don't know. Oh, no. He's doing know. his best uh, Daniel Legrano. <laughs> That's good. I like that analogy. Um, two championships. The last one was like a real buzzer beater. It was in a categories league. Fortunately, I came in first. So I had that tiebreaker. Ended up tying the matchup. And I got to give a huge shout out to Dennis Chalowski, who scored the fourth goal in that Columbus Detroit game <laughs> to tie it up. So that Jack Roslovic wouldn't get the game-winning goal. To Dennis Chalowski, good job, man. Keep it up. Keep up the scoring. This is why they drafted you in the first round a couple years back. Does that take away from your win at all? It doesn't sound like it. That it was a tiebreaker win. To be honest, tiebreaker win. I. You know what? What, what was the tiebreaker? First of all, wait. What was the tiebreaker? Uh, whoever came in uh, better position in the standings in the season. And I came in first okay. in that league, which, which I, I like that. Like you know, I honestly, long-term success. I'm a bit, I'm not a big fan of categories for that reason. Like big matchups being decided by ties. Like I don't, I hate seeing ties in the playoffs. Especially and on a game winning goal. If exactly. you're relying on a Dennis Chalowski goal <laughs> to win the championship, like that's just not necessary. Like, it, I agree. <laughs> When I, I lost I don't... to Steven, when I lost to Steven by one shot, I needed one shot from Shane <laughs> from Shane Ghost Despair. To, and that would have caused it to tie, and I would have won by a tie. Because of the tiebreaker. You know but what? what At saying. the end of the day, I don't care how you win the championship. If you say if Yahoo says you are the winner at the end of the day, that is all that matters. You just want to see the confetti after the I match. Woke up. Exactly. I love there was the confetti. confetti. There was confetti. There was plenty. Yeah, you can't hate on Jace for winning the league for the record. It's not a fake championship. It's just the no. rules be better. But you can only win with the rules that are in place. Yeah. So yeah, and that that adds to it. If it's based not on only your that, position, I think that's a little bit. Oh, that's all right with him. Not only that, but listen to uh, listen to the injuries I had in that league. Okay, Nathan McKinnon missed two games that week, so that's a big blow. Avery, you can give me that small violin stuff. I won. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I, Nathan am McKinnon. I am resilient and a hero. <laughs> Nathan McKinnon, Ehlers was out. I had Chris Kreider out, who actually in a banger league, does gets a lot of hits. He's a really good player in a banger league. Hits, shots. He's a good category guy. 
Um, yeah, but Kreider was out. Tristan Jari was out towards the end. Missing Aaron Eckblad, who was fantastic in that league. Man, I was decimated, but persevered. So you know what I say to that, fellas? I've never seen a straighter face on Kyle's face right now. Like he's just like <laughs> he's just like this is what I joined in for. Just like this guy. Yeah, I have our families watching the movie right now downstairs, and I left the movie to just listen to this idiot play the song. But <laughs> what movie? What movie? American Psycho. Great movie. Is that the one with uh, Christian Bale? Chris, yeah, Christian Bale. Yeah, that's an oh, older movie, one's... isn't it? That one's eerie. It's a classic. It's, a, it's from it's a 2000. Trippy. Yeah, yeah, it's, a it's movie. absolute classic. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is what you guys come here for. Uh, movie advice: Watch American Psycho if you like thrillers. Some nice comedy. I have, I have, I've seen parts of it actually. It is pretty intense. How have you seen parts of the movie? It's really odd. I might have. I might have just been some channel surfing, and I think I caught on like in the middle of the actual show or the movie, and I was like, "This is really good. I should probably mm. watch it from the beginning." And you should watch that another time. Okay, let's get back on track here. And Steve, we'll go to you. How was your week? Uh, finals week, categories league. Uh, you know what? Shout out to my buddy, Taylor Coretti. Big, tight win. It came down to the last period of West, West Coast games on Saturday night. Yeah. It, we tied in save percentage. We tied in goals. We tied in power play points. He won 5-4. It might have been 5-3 now that I think about it. But anyways, it was down to the wire. One goal swing, moving the two goalie categories over, would have been everything I needed. Um, so, you know what? I lost. I lost. I, I, I didn't bring home a, a, a ship or a chip, however <laughs> you pronounce it. Not how you spell it. So, but you know what? It was a good league. I, I don't, I'm not usually a big category league guy, but considering I came fifth place and stuck to the finals, I've got a little bit of a better appreciation for it. It was a, it was a good matchup. I didn't win. It's a learning experience. You it's know? a learning experience. I actually am surprised. Like, I don't know. It, it's not as big of a prize pool in that league compared to the league that we all play in, Yeah, which makes it a little bit better. And we'd actually made I I don't know if you guys do this, but we had decided uh, it was 25 bucks a person to the winner. Mm-hmm. And we decided at the start of the week that the, regardless of win or loser, the player that lost wasn't going to have to pay. So I didn't lose any money. No, right? you get your money back, right? Yeah. So that's the case and, in all of our leagues, Steve. Wow. So is the entire but, payout just winner gets 250 bucks and that's it? Exactly. Wow. Oh, yeah. So it was yeah. a side bet that we made the very first day, Monday. Right. right. This was just, or not a bet, but a side agreement that, you know what, we made it to the finals. If you lose, you don't have to pay me. If I lose, I don't have to pay you. So it doesn't hurt as much when you don't have to send an interaction. 50 bucks check. or no, 25. Yeah, you're yeah. going in there at zero. And I shouldn't have been there in the first place, placing fifth. Like, I, I took down second place. He you took down know. first place. But Listen. you know what? You get into the playoffs and anything can happen, baby. Exactly. We've got a big, big cameo here. What's up, guys? What's up, buddy? How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Speak up a bit, eh? Isaac, yeah. are you using your, uh, your new mic? Say it again? Are you using your new mic? Oh, 
Should, I'll, should I get it? No, yeah, no, you're fine now. Yeah, you Don't sound good. I can yeah, ask my good. mom to get it for me. No, 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 you're good. You're good. Can you get my <laughs> mic, mom? It's fine. Please leave this in the Sorry? Please leave this in the pod. Oh, yeah. So for the viewers, we've got our... We've got our fantasy hockey extraordinaire, our younger cousin Isaac on the podcast right now. Isaac is in our Cousins Cup League, had a really strong team that he built up, had some pretty good trades, some good strategy. Isaac, you learned a lot this year? Yeah, I did. Yeah? What did you learn? Uh, What did you learn? Well, I tried to take advantage of people. (laughs) As in getting the most as I can until they finally agree. I like that. That sounds like a Rosen specialty. The apple doesn't fall too far from the tree. I actually traded Austin Matthews and Evander Kane to Avery for John Carlson, uh, Mark Shifley, and Steven Stankos. Uh, Someone got fleeced. And it's not Isaac. I gave him a big deal. (laughs) I was willing to spend. Uh, I wanted my guy, Austin Matthews. Isaac had him. He uh, was holding him at ransom. Did a good job of it. Actually worked out for me, to be honest. It because did. Goes. Yes. Stammer being injured in the playoffs just completely yeah. swings that trade. And Evander yeah. Kane the last month was actually... Stamkos being hurt, hurt Isaac. But Austin Matthews kind of... He helped you go to get to a championship, really. Like, he was unbelievable the last two weeks. In the last two weeks... Avery had him. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. And it helped Avery get to a finals. Yeah, it did. He was performing very well. Isaac, I want to I wanna ask you a question. Who do you get the most satisfaction beating out? We got we got panelist Avery Rosen. We got panelist Jace Rosen. Or He's going father. off the board. He's going or off the other, board. Yeah. Anybody else in the league? Uh, LJ. What? Why uh, L? L? I was projected to lose my 60 points i had 20 less man games you know that's a big job those 20 man games that's (laughs) That's an impressive win right there that's huge you know what it was actually a turning point in isaac's season it was a big win for him and he was a bit of a savage afterwards he sent her he was he sent her a screenshot of uh of their matchup on sunday After it was all over, he sent a screenshot to her. Just the screenshot. You know what was it? You know what was a turning point in my playoffs? Literally, when I wasn't focusing too much on that league, and Isaac sends me a screenshot on the first night of Zach. I I sent that because you had to get your stuff together. You weren't doing anything. (laughs) And I, I, I was gonna send you another screenshot of you winning to motivate you, but I didn't. I appreciate that. I would have preferred the screenshot of me winning, to be honest. But I would not have been happy if you sent the screenshot <laughs> of me losing. No, I, I wasn't going to do that, but I'm I happy love, that. You know why, Isaac? Because there's a mutual respect between me and you that we just get it. Uh, when was it? It was like a week ago when I called you mean. I forget why. I was I was mad at you. Oh, <laughs> uh, because I wouldn't let you uh, make a move after you out. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. You- <laughs> because no, because I needed to drop someone to be able to move Patrice Bergeron. I got a question for you, actually, while we're on that subject. What hardware do you possess? <laughs> yeah, you oh, should... I heard about this. Yeah, this was a threat. You were going to go home and you were you had hardware <laughs> that you were gonna be able to make the change. Oh, like wait, does the question mean what was I doing? No, no the question is what, yeah. what what hardware? How would you have hacked in to Avery's account to oh, allow you to make a move? So 
I have this uh, special piece of hardware in my room. <laughs> no, 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 please stop. And it's actually programmed by somebody in Europe. And basically what it does is it can hack into people's account <laughs> and it can steal like their diamond tier level and um, get all their virtual currency on your account. It's a piece of hardware and it lets you do whatever you want. I need to speak to Isaac after get some more information on this program. (laughs) It's Um, hardware, not a program. So you you have to hack into the cyclo clone of the Yahoo headquarters and just get into the diagram and get the piece of hardware. You know what? Back to the, uh, the, the image sending and the threats. Like, like, let's group that all into one into one umbrella here. And just, I like the mind games. I like, like, maybe that's why he won some trades in your league. I don't know. I won every single trade. Every single I, I even won the Ovechkin and Bergeron trade. Now, obviously, Ovechkin has more points, but I had Marchand and Bergeron, who had 44 points in one week for me. No, I don't think your Ovechkin Bergeron trade was was bad. Everyone, Chase uh, said out. that was a bad deal, and it. I didn't out. think it was the greatest deal for you, but you were going for the perfection line. And so. what happened? Did you just trade them one for one? Yep. He traded them one for one. <laughs> and what like, happened? To yeah, it was honest, perfect. He got hurt. Ovechkin was hurt for two weeks. It that worked though. Screwed me. I also was trying to get the best defenseman in the league, which. I had two of them. I had John Carlson and Stamkos. No, not Stamkos. I mean Henman. I mean Henman. Yeah, you did. Although he uh, was a little quiet then the year, but. Why don't we ask Isaac some of the questions that we're going to be answering later? Like, Isaac, who was your, you know, your biggest, your team's biggest disappointment from draft? And who was your team's MVP? I can tell you. Avery's disappointment was Jack. I, <laughs> I love this kid. <laughs> you wasted your pick and then you dropped him, and I was like, well, I you, and you still came second. Game. I know, but you used, like, what, what was it? You first pick, and then you ended up dropping it. Like, I could never imagine using a pick, the first pick, and dropping the guy. Some leagues don't even let you do it. When he's not going to play for your lineup, you just have to bite the bullet. I know. It's just it is, but it the, is. the disappointment. The first, yeah, the disappointment on Absolutely. my team. The disappointment on my team. Uh, do you guys know? I don't really know if there's any disappointments. My team was just amazing. There was yeah, no just a team full of studs, huh? <laughs> not a single player who yeah. underperformed. Like, so I, was like, there no dude. It I could be someone of, that you drafted in the later rounds that never actually turned out, and you end up dropping. You're disappointed with the general. It doesn't have to be on your I, team. You want oh. me to review the draft for you? Yeah. Do you, want, do you remember the defenseman that you drafted, and we both thought was good, and then he turned out to be not that great, and you traded him? Petrangelo? No, not yeah. Petrangelo. The other guy. The guy who got oh, he had a higher. Year too. Was it Ristolainen? No, no, not Ristolainen. I was Carlson? Come on. No. Oh. You need Tony D'Angelo? I mean, no. I think you drafted Matt Duchesne, but you drafted him in the second last round. But he Tony D'Angelo who? A, a Tony D'Angelo? No. I did not you draft him. Burns. Remember you drafted Burns? Oh, Burns was a bust. Yeah. 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 How, how early did you draft him? Oh, third pick. That's a yeah, third after a rounder. But that's honestly, for Burns to be your biggest disappointment of the year, that's not that bad. 
he kind of stepped up second half of the season, though. Like he did. Terrible. And he, like, he put on shots. Just the pucks weren't going in the net. So, he like, still put up consistent points. And it's his first year of head-to-head matchup fantasy hockey. He'll, he'll, he'll learn. So, Isaac, you know what? While I got you here, I'm going to ask you one more question here, all right? What do you think is a strategy you're going to use next year? What, what do you think you did wrong this year? What can you do to improve next year? I'm going to draft lines. You're going to draft lines? Draft lines, huh? I'm going to draft, like, duos, what I mean. So, I yeah. would draft, for example, Marshan and Bergeron, or, you know. Isaac, I, wait, I have one more question for you, okay? Yeah. Next year, biggest under-the-radar player that's going to exceed expectations, who's your guy? Who's going to do, like, better than everyone thinks? Yeah, most improved yeah. player next year. Who are you taking? Oh, I just had someone. I forgot their name. Well, I have a few guys. One, I think Adam Fox is going to play very well. Mm-hmm. I like it. He He's been great. Did, but year, he yeah. did that this season. I think Kale McCarr is going to go from up here to up here. Mm-hmm. For, for our listeners, it, yeah. it, 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 we, we raised him up about a foot. I like it. Yep. <laughs> and it started around his head and then went to, mm-hmm. I believe, full wingspan above. So um, I think <laughs> that Cole Caulfield could be good. He could. You never know. Okay. What round do you see Cole Caulfield going in in the draft? In the draft? How many rounds are there? What uh, round? Where would you were, take Cole Caulfield was, next year? There were 17 rounds in our I draft. would take him at nine. You would take him at nine? Oh, pretty wow. early. Pretty early. He's I think that's fan. late. I think that's late still. I think that's late. Our because uh, still – I'd do it's it. A bit of a homer league in our the kids. Uh, yeah. The kids high conviction. I appreciate it. I, I, I like this kid. <laughs> well, you have to take it this way. Yeah, he's played like seven games, I think. Something like that. He's got three goals. He's got two overtime winners. <laughs> and like people say that when he got the overtime winner, the first one, how it was just an easy tip in. That's not the hardest part. It's to get in the positioning he got in. He came off the bench and got around the Ottawa player and got an easy goal because of the positioning. It. You're right. Goal scorer's got to be in the right spot mm-hmm. at the end of the day. So good for him. Uh, Cole Caulfield. Mm-hmm. I'm going to draft him in the eighth round next year. No, you're <laughs> I'll trap my – if my dad's still in it, I don't think you want to be, he will take him first. A hundred percent. Because my dad doesn't care. <laughs> Whatever, that's a whole other that's a cousin. Game. That's the Cousins Cup for you. All right. That is the Cousins Cup. Isaac, we'll give you one last uh, message. Do you want us, do you have anything to say to anybody here? And we'll let you go. Uh, no. <laughs> I, got, I, got, I got something that, that, that I think everybody should, should take note after this. Just be aware of the hardware. Okay. Be aware of my hardware. If you mess with me, I will hack into your account. You heard it here first. You heard it from me. The All right. Hack attack. All right. He's 11. He might be 11, but he's... I am 12. Yeah, he might be 12. He's, he's mature beyond his age. For bench warmers? All right, buddy. No one, no one got that joke, okay? Eh? Yeah. <laughs> all right see you guys no okay thanks buddy maybe i'll make my return maybe you will with your hardware you can hack in anytime 
Yep. <laughs> All right. Bye, see buddy. you later, buddy. See, thanks again. He's a smart okay. guy. He's a smart kid. You know, he gets their hands stuff. on that hardware sounds pretty smart to me. I don't know. He, he's gonna be. He's gonna be he, in the Matthews League in a couple of years competing. I can already see it. I can yeah, You know what? It. We're grooming him. We are grooming him. You know, he 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 loves fancy hockey. He talks about it every day with his family. He talks about it every day with me and Avery. He loves the game, and he's a smart kid. So he will be. I'm sure he'll be in that big league in no time. He'll do well. The way he was he naming stats and whatnot and pairs, I was impressed. Color, yeah. color me impressed. He's very good yeah. at that stuff. He picks it up very quickly, and uh, he does seem to really like it, too. So that's the best part. You know, I kind of want to say it now before I forget it, but you know how he mentioned Caulfield as, uh, like, a surprise player for next year? Mm-hmm. I'm looking at Byfield on L.A. He's also he loves- not a bad play for sure. He can yeah. be interesting. I, I want to see what happens there over the summer if we see a little uh, – Eichel, Eichel. Yeah. Maybe they'll let him get surgery. What a disaster it is over there. Do you see Eichel's quote today? Yeah. That's what I'm quoting here. Looking forward to next year, wherever that might be. No way. Yeah. Yeah. That's what he said. I didn't even see that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I would want to leave somewhere they don't let me fix my herniated disc. Honestly, that's like, that's pretty messed up. Like, yeah. I'm not, I don't understand the nuances behind it. I think there's, there probably is a lot more to this situation that we don't know, but a herniated disc, to be honest, when I first heard about this injury, I did not think it was too crazy, but a herniated disc is like, that's pretty serious. Like that's messed up. Is and it not- it's not like they were competing. It's not like they need him to make like, to come fourth in the division. They were a historically bad team. Like. Honestly, is there a place decent. you'd rather be less than a Buffalo in the I mean, NHL? They thought they were contending this year, right? So, <laughs> but um, that, that video clip, I don't know. This... What's that that clip where if we do this? We're, 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 we're yeah, we're... it's when they signed Taylor Hall and they're like, if we That's... do this, we're contenders now. Yeah, <laughs> we're going for it all. <laughs> That's what uh, I think it was Kevin Adams said that their GM, right? He's like, at the draft, if we sign him, then this means we're all in. And then they go into closed doors, and then they, uh, yeah. Yeah, and then it was a tough one. All right. Before we get uh, Derek on here shortly, let's kind of, let's talk about other disappointments. Because me and Jace were talking about this on our uh, our drive up to London last week. So I'll ask Kyle first. But you had the list three players uh, you would say are the biggest disappointments this year. Who would you say? From my teams, that's very easy. I can list the whole, I can list a lot more than three. But if I were to list three guys, the first was this guy I picked pretty early and played three games in Tony D'Angelo. Uh, I uh, was really expecting a big year out of him running that power sure. play in New York, and that just didn't happen. Uh, a second was a guy I also picked in the first round, Avery and Jack Eichel. Uh, massive disappointment. Hmm. And but the third's a little more interesting because I would have said Zabinijad at the beginning of the year and he completely turned it around. Yeah, yeah. I am very impressed by his second half of the year. Did you hear him um, talk about how COVID like really set him back too? Uh, yeah. Struggle with that early on. Which also, I know I'm completely off topic here, get, serves a reminder that if someone's slow to start a year, they're still a spectacular player. They still have their skill. That's such a good opportunity to take advantage and, and trade low. Yeah. Like I yeah. traded Kowalski for him, right? And people were saying I lost that trade. 
And then my third pick is people forget how high this guy was taken earlier in the year. But Nazem Qadri, he was expected to be the last person on that power play in Colorado. And he was expected to have a really good year with that amazing team. And he just didn't put up the numbers I expected him to. Look, he didn't have a bad year, 11 goals, 19 assists. But I, I honestly expected more out of him. I Especially can, uh, as a minus eight on a team like Colorado. That's he, really he rough. He died off second half, like, because I traded for him. And, like, <laughs> I think I had, I had him for two weeks. I think I had him for one season week and then the playoff week. And now, mind you, I lost a couple of games for postponements, but he didn't do anything for me. And when I did trade for him, this was a points league. I'm sure he gets some hits, so he would have been ranked around this in, in a bangers league. He's ranked yeah. 65th in the league when I traded for him. He was higher wow. than Barzal when I traded for him, and he did nothing for me. So yeah. him, Don Schooley going onto that top power play really took a lot of, of, of his momentum away, I think. Honestly, I think the biggest guy from that team that really hurt him was Burakovsky because he was playing phenomenal down the stretch. Uh, Steven, you want to hear how bad Nazem Kadri was during playoffs? Tell me. Guess how <laughs> many points he's had from April 22nd to May 8th? Zero. Two. He had a goal and an assist. Yeah, I remember seeing him score the other night. That's it. Yeah, that was a tough 10 one. games. And during the there, fantasy playoffs, Nazem Kadri got you a goal and an assist, which is not rough. even, not even like I was knocked out before he got me the goal. So not even. And like, yes, I, I, I traded partially for him because of the favorable scheduling. They had a lot of man games those weeks and he lost that weekend where the LA and Colorado games, there was two taken away, still hurt, but yeah, he didn't do much. It sucks. Yeah, and this in. is a guy you're taking in Cole Caulfield ninth round territory, yeah, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> to be honest. Hey, you, know, you know, Cole Caulfield at, at round nine, there is like a good chance of a steal at that point, right? Or There is, bust. but there's a good chance at a bust, too. Either right? way, either way. I mean, let's Isaac's got potential. The kid's got potential. Yeah, he knows. So... I think there's honestly three definitive busts this year. I will let Avery talk about one of them because I know. I want to say really... one real quick. I want to say one Go real ahead. quick. Go ahead. If, you, if, if you say one of the definitive busts, then I'm kicking you off the Zoom call for a bit. I don't Rasmus care that you broke your <laughs> Well, Rasmus, Rasmus. Dallin was, was the one I was actually going to say, and he wasn't the definitive one. Thank you for that because you always seem to put like a, a hamper in all my plans. I just don't get it. <laughs> you know who I'm going to say, and then you always like intervene. You're like that person who you're about to talk about. But <laughs> I don't do it on purpose. This time I. It really I, seems like you do. It seems this like time you do. it felt I did do it on purpose. Not normally though. I'll say either that. way. Let me. I'll talk about Dolly and then Avery. You can okay. harp on those two at least that one in specific. I do want to bring up Erasmus Dolly because I I think I had him maybe as high as a D10. Either way, I think I might have had him in my top 10 D-men start the year. I really thought he was going to take another jump this year. He, he, I think he might have had 45 or 46, 47, either way, 40s points last year. And he was he a little a good bit year last year. Decent. Yeah. And, and, and I mean, I think we all thought at the beginning of the year that Buffalo was just going to be a much better team. Like, as Kevin Adams said, they're Stanley Cup contender. And, Not this guy. Uh, <laughs> Not this guy. 
Either way, I refuse to believe in that team until like they prove anything. I, 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 I they can have anything on paper these days, but until I see it, I, I, I'm, I don't believe the hype. I know it's just the, the idea of a Taylor Hall, Jack Eichel, Rasmus Dahlin, and Sam Reinhart power play with and all Victor of them with a, a fantastic yeah. year with great power play production. Like, how could you not go wrong on that? And it's true. But two years ago, it was Ryan O'Reilly, and how could you not go wrong? And then we <laughs> I know, I know. And how could you not go wrong? And but Dahlin like, had a pretty good just, year last year. Eichel know. took a step forward last year. Honestly, I, I thought I thought it was just going to happen again. I do think that maybe if it's a regular year and they're not playing stacked teams every single day, it might help out a little bit. Like I think their numbers would be better, but all in all, a disappointing season for that entire team. You know who actually finished off pretty pretty strong? Sam Reinhardt was a really good attend the year. I digress yeah. though. I digress. Okay. Um, disappointing. So there's there to me are really three big king daddy toppers but we already talked about jack eichel so i'll just say two of them and I, for me there was no one more disappointing than patrick line this year and i think the reason why we get disappointed with guys is, is like for least fantasy wise is because you draft people so high right it's their draft stock it's their capital and how much you either gain or lose from once you start the season and patrick line for 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 instance, I, I don't know what his average ADP was off the top of my head, but I took him in the third round. And guys who went after him, right after him, was Mark Shifley, who was, I believe, a point-per-game player this year. Uh, and he was just – there's no other way to put it. He was awful. He was a different He's player. He's got no year. self-confidence. Absolutely none. Like, he says things like – I don't know. I heard him say a quote the other day after he had a good game and he goes, Oh, we'll see if it continues. And like some people call, chalk it up to like just him being candid. I chalked it up to being not that confident. Like he doesn't seem to have that, that sort of swagger that the top goal scorers in the league have. And he should. He's a, I think he's an emotional person. Like I, I think he rides those highs and lows and right now much, it's, it's been a big low. I'll give you a list of players that line A's ADP was higher than, okay? Okay. Ready? You're going to make me cry, but yes. Jonathan Huberto. Should have been taken above line A, yep. Genny Malkin. Hey. Late Wheeler. Definitely. Well, Malkin got hurt. Malkin, Mal- Mal- Malkin, Malkin had player. his struggles this year. Malkin was not. Malkin had his struggles, but, like, no one's arguing that you'd he rather also have went on, like He also went on an eight-game, nine-game point streak at one point before the injury. So he he salvaged some value and yeah. then kind of faded again in the playoffs. John Tavares is in there too. John Tavares, Patrice Bergeron, um, Kale McCarr, Robin Wash. Leonard. But Robin yeah, Leonard, obviously. I, I honestly, I I'm going yeah. in order. I'm not going yeah. around all around to get the best okay. pick. Okay. Like another major disappointment in fantasy, Carter Hart. That was that was <laughs> the, the other, next next. That was the, the other one. guy. That's, that's the other guy. And. It's those two, like him, Line A, Hart, Eichel. Like, I don't think it got worse than those three this year. Yeah, one other guy that might fit into that category, some of it being injury, some not. And you could say the same thing for Eichel was Elias Pettersson. Elias Pettersson and Jack Eichel had very similar starts to the year. Not great starts and then long-term injuries. Like, Mm -hmm. people were drafting Elias Pettersson second round, third round. Mm -hmm. First in some leagues. Well, 
Pedersen had 21 points in 26 games with 10 points. Yeah, Eichel only had three had goals. Two goals, year. three goals. Yeah. I don't I, think didn't Pedersen have game. a goalless drought, though? Like, I Pedersen swear. had 10 goals. Okay. Eichel had eight, two goals, 18 points in 21 games. And, like, just yeah, the way you points. watched Eichel, it wasn't, it wasn't the same. You know what I mean? Like, Pedersen, like, he had, like, nine or ten posts and crossbars, like, like yeah, was shooting. he was just kind of snake bitten. Oh, but Eichel's year, honestly, it was such an anomaly. His career average shot percentage is ten and a half. His shot percentage this year was three. Yeah, like he had eighteen like, points in twenty-one games. He would have regressed to the mean. <laughs> He's gonna <laughs> regress to the mean next year on Los Angeles or New we York need to get or Boston. Steven's uh, face on a T-shirt saying that regress to the mean. It's a, it's important because look at Zabinajad. Like we talked about it with Zabinajad, and look what happened. We did, we did. All right. You want to? Uh, I got a couple lower end disappointments, but still worth bringing up. Ryan Ellis for me it was pretty brutal. I'm, I'm a pretty big fan of that guy. Kind of was non-existent in fantasy relevancy this year. Uh, Mackenzie Blackwood. I know that there was a lot of expectations on this podcast specifically. After everything with COVID, it just went downhill for him. Like he started off so so strong, and then they had their COVID. their their break, and COVID. He never came back. Didn't recover well from it. And it's probably worth noting that Robin Leonard was not a great fantasy. He wasn't a viable fantasy asset this year too. Like we took Robin Leonard. Like we all had Robin Leonard above Mark Andre Fleury. Quite high. We can oh, say yeah. that. We, I'm like, not ashamed we, to say that. I, like everyone, no one had like, to apologize. I think to Mark Andre Fleury. Like, I'm ashamed we, of it. We, mm-hmm. it we did. Better, we weren't the only ones. We weren't the only ones. But still, we all had Leonard relatively high. I think I might have had him in my top five goalies, and he was not that great this year. Injuries, no. obviously, they hurt him. But Fleury just outplayed him. That's just uh, a fact of the matter. He held his own, and he was solid all year long. So you gotta love gotta Fleury. Answer. He's yeah. really, he's really likable, eh? He is. Flower. He root for his success. He's the man. Yeah. Let's step away from this negative, this negative tone, this negative behavior, this negative mood. I'm negative sick about mood. hearing. I'm sick about hearing disappointment. I'm sick of all the, you know, the negative, negative Nelly behaviors here. Let's 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 bring it back to being positive, Patrice Bergeron's. All right. Let's get into it. What's up? What's going on now? Speaking of positive Patrice Bergeron's, we have uh, his making his Puck Around podcast debut. Second guest of the show here. We're having uh, all the boys on here today. It's going to be a fun one. Derek Wright. Derek, my friend, the mustache man himself. How are you? I'm very well, Avery. Thank you very much. uh, it's, uh, It's both an honor and a privilege to be here with you gents tonight. So thank you for having me. Wow. That's that's not the same sort of entrance that Isaac brought on. I think Derek likes That's what I was going to say. I was going to say, as far as guests go, our 12-year-old cousin really knocked it out of the park. So you got really high expectations. Here. <laughs> you do. <laughs> we did crush it earlier. So, uh, well, it would be I'll nice to know what I was following be, uh, before I got invited into this Zoom call here. But okay, well, I'll do what I can. Hardware coming into the podcast with. That's my real push. <laughs> what kind of hardware are you going to be on? Yeah. <laughs> Not much, I guess. Derek, this is a fantasy hockey show, so we are going to talk some fantasy hockey. Before we were, you got on here, we were talking about disappointments, but we wanted to get the mood up here. So let's keep it a little positive. And I'm going to ask you, who was your biggest fantasy MVP this year? 
<sighs> my biggest fantasy MVP. That is a good question. Um, let me just, I got to quickly, quickly browse the squad here. Just to, you know, get it down right. So <laughs> I get it. I get it. Cause once the season ends, you know, that, 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 that meme of uh, Pablo Escobar from Narcos on his birthday, where he's looking out the window and he's got nothing to do. Like, that's how I feel after fantasy. My teams go out my head. My hobbies are gone. Yeah. So I get it. Having to look back. I'm similar to that. Yeah. I, I, I check out as soon as it's done. I check out. Yeah. And I mean, the, the Daryls were, you know, nothing to write home about this year. I wouldn't tell mom about that well, team. Just to, um, before I cut you off, can you let us know what the Daryls, what, what that is? Yeah, absolutely. For, uh, <laughs> for all you listeners out there, um, <laughs> my uh, my fantasy handle for across the board for for any league I've ever played in, uh, whether it's football, basketball, hockey, whatever you name it, is uh, Team Daryl. Uh, obviously, my name, as they've introduced me, is Derek, not Daryl. So um, <laughs> the reason being there is uh, I was uh, at my brother's house in university. Uh, a while back now and uh was had a couple drinks had a couple drinks and i was going downstairs to the fridge to get a beer or a couple beers i guess <laughs> and i proceeded to fall down the stairs and oh, then man. bounce back up on my feet somehow at the last <laughs> step and popped up straight up again on my feet and there was a bunch <laughs> of random people down there who had no idea who i was and i had your no older brother's friends were. Yeah, well, yeah, but some of them weren't even friends. It was like this big, this big pre-slash party that they were having, right? <laughs> so it's just like these random people, and they all just started like, whoa, and start cheering, and then they just <laughs> start chanting, Daryl, Daryl. <laughs> like, that's not my name, boys. That's not oh my, my name. God, it reminds me of that Justin Trudeau party trick. <laughs> <laughs> I always I always thought it's because you liked your darts, your Daryls, you know? I yeah. thought that was the start of it. No I, no, no, I thought you were just a big fan of The Office. That's what I well, thought. I, I certainly am that, but no, it's uh, it's uh, nothing to do with Daryl Philbin in The Office. It's, uh, <laughs> did you guys because some people? Sorry, did Avery Stephen? Did you guys know, know that story? No, I did not. Actually. No, I actually didn't know that. That's amazing. That's I. I always <laughs> I was always a fan of the the Dart Daryl because we you know. You know, d- 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 bogeys, darts, Daryls, they're interchangeable, <laughs> right? But I always figured that's what it was. But this is even better. This is better. <laughs> I just knew it was Team Daryl Enterprises, and I just never really questioned it. I, uh, I, liked, t- I liked the origin. liked where t- it was going. And- well, thank you, thank you. Yeah, Team Daryl Fantasy Enterprises. We're a uh, sole proprietorship. <laughs> uh, just Daryl here running the show. They uh, they let you become the boss you want to be. No, they not, they give you the tools to be your own boss. But it but it's honest work. <laughs> it's honest uh, so work. what was Team Daryl's uh, MVP? Yeah. So I, I'd have to say it was Patty Hornquist, one hundred percent. He just purely because he was a very very late round pickup in the draft. I think I don't know. Final two, three rounds of the draft. 20th round pick for you. 231st overall. I'm looking at it hey, now. Just like that. his actual draft year. He was say. the last He was the last draft pick of Mr. his uh, NHL draft year. Mr. Irrelevant. Yeah. There you go. So, yeah. It, uh, I, I'd like, I couldn't have made 
a better, luckier pick at that point on the draft, really. The guy just, he came to play this year. So, um, I mean, obviously, you have the big guys on my team, like Vasilevsky was basically like a cheat code. He was like your McDavid's or whatever those he's in that actual well no one's in the big game echelon i guess but he's you know what i'm saying he's in that he's upper up tier he's right yeah. that first that first rounder yeah. who performs yeah exactly exactly you know what you're getting when you when you draft a guy like that so he's so safe yeah, yeah. you want to know how late you picked hornquist in his actual draft year he went 230th with the last overall pick you picked him <laughs> later than that <laughs> 231 that's a great one that's yeah, like cool. Dude, 44 actually. games, 14 goals, 18 assists. That's a amazing season. For... And a ton of power play points, if I'm not Yeah, a yeah. lot. A lot. Him and I think he might have been on the line with Huberto. I forget. Is that a Huberto or Barkov, obviously? And they, yeah. they crushed it together. I thought it was Huberto. Yes. They were crushing it together. He fit in perfectly. He really did. I was skeptical, but we talked about it early on. Like I remember one of our early shows, like we talked about who's gonna be on the power play, who's going to play on the left, right wing or left wing with uh, Huberto and Barkov. And we were wrong. It would have been awesome. He crushed it. He crushed it. And Derek, uh, or or may I call you Daryl, what about disappointments? (laughs) How much time you got here? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um, Yeah, I guess, well, I don't know if this was really a disappointment or more just like a huge, like, like, what are you doing, man? Kind of thing that I did, but I drafted Elvis Merlinkins at like, yeah, like super early on, like maybe with my 10th pick or something ridiculous like that. And it's like, what are you doing? Who does that? So I I don't know why I did that. Pardon? It, It was a tough year for the jackets. No doubt. It was, it was. And there's Lincoln's at a personal level was, yeah, he was not much going for him. So it was on a that personal was, level. On a personal sorry. level, it just it really hurt his, your feelings. It, it it did. It did. It's like Elvis, really, I did you the favor of picking you up. I put that confidence in you. I instilled that confidence in you. And uh you just didn't pay it back. There's no dividends there. No it definitely dividends. hurts reaching and then not having the delivery of the reach. Right. Yeah. Like when you reach, you're like, you've got a sort of personal attachment. There's a reason why you're explaining the after the draft, you have to explain to all your buddies why you reach for one or two players in certain spots. And you really hope that it works out afterwards. Yeah. Elvis yeah. Building like, yeah. I was just about to say that, Steven. I was just about to say that. I'm not doing it on purpose. I swear to God. I was waiting for everyone to start just to be quiet for one second so I could say Elvis has left the building. I was waiting to say that. Well, you know what? That means we got we're on the same wavelength, Daddy. It does. It does. We got got smart guys here. We're funny. Great (laughs) minds. Dude. Yeah, that was a good one. Eric, I'm just looking at your team now. Um, there's one guy I think we should give a little love to. I we were critical of him early on with uh his partner Braden Holtby but Thatcher Demko ended up being pretty good for you yeah that's that's a great call actually Thatcher I I yeah that was another guy who at the start I guess the first half of the season really it was like oh my god what did I do but um yeah he really he came to life and he he paid it back big time so uh glad I held on to him because there's a couple times when I was like yeah I gotta I gotta pitch this guy and and try and find someone else so Mm -hmm. yeah yeah, uh, about the COVID, eh? Because it really hit you at the wrong time. If you were leaning on, if you had Vasilevsky, 
and you had Thatcher going at the same time. Like you were rolling around that time of the season, no? Uh, it was kind of actually when the COVID thing hit, the Daryls were already kind of <laughs> at the, I think they were more regressing to the mean at that point, realistically, to be fair. I think Ooh. we went through a spell where <laughs> I know that's a that's a buzzword for you boys. I know that. Uh, it's a buzzword for me, baby. But go yeah. on. Steve, yeah, Steve's buzzword. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, no, we I think we we were kind of um, overperforming for a few weeks there, and it was like, oh yeah, this this is this is a team these guys can play. Um, and then really kind of reality hit, and we were just dropping, 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 and then obviously yeah, the COVID hit with Demko, and we were. I have to admit, I, I'd kind of, I'd kind of abandoned hope for my team in the last couple of weeks of the season. It was just, it was a tough scene. You can so. never lose hope, my friend. You can. Uh... <laughs> you still, you still made it into playoffs. Anything can happen. Yeah, exactly. exactly. But Derek, I, I want to talk about, you know, one of the most egregious actions I've ever seen in my fantasy hockey career. I want you to, I want you to comment on this because, frankly, it was. Is rattling. So I want you to talk about the group chat that you made between me, Avery, and Steven trying to get us all to bid on Sebastian Aho in one group chat. I want to hear about that process. I, I wasn't I, happy. Please and Derek I have was, never shared a text in their life. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't happy. I me neither. This, this we're actually putting in you on court now. This is this is what this is. So I understand that you're a big fantasy hockey network listener and you tune in every week, but these guys, just in case you missed the episode, tore you apart. (laughs) We were not happy. For the listeners who don't recall, uh, (laughs) Derek had Sebastian Ajo and it was the, it was the podcast. There was the podcast Sunday, how we had talked about scheduling. So we all had, Carolina players on our radar along with Vegas and Colorado mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we were all I, I think unintentionally all sent Derek myself Avery and Jace sent Derek trade offers for Sebastian Ajo out of nowhere we're all in a group chat. we're all in a group chat and Derek basically says <laughs> show me the money show me the bids it was basically you guys, you guys want them Show me the money, Jerry. Show me the money. What was the thoughts behind that, Derek? Yeah. So uh, all facts leading up to that are are correct, accurate and correct. I I can't (laughs) confirm. Uh, The story is not false. This did happen. Uh, It's not fake news or anything anything like that. So really the thought process there was – I'm pretty sure Marshall, by the way, too, was in that mix of of going for for my boy. So I had – yeah, so I had I had four different guys coming at me for for my guy Aho there, and you know I wasn't looking to trade Aho. I wasn't out there flaunting him. Let's trade bait, you know, like come at me with your best offers, all that kind of good stuff. No, none of that. <laughs> I was you know just an innocent bystander. This whole thing, as the way the way I see it, an innocent bystander doesn't put this group chat together. I can tell you that. <laughs> Well, that's not innocent I had, to, I had to do what i could to leverage my position and i was in the position of multiple offers coming at me so i thought all right i'm you know i'm working Man. i'm working my nine to five i uh, i don't really have time to answer all these these different chats and whatnot um 
let's let them fight it out amongst themselves and i'll reap the benefits in my head this was like a fantastic evil genius kind of plan (laughs) wow that's smart yeah are the rules of the duel yeah yeah (laughs) It completely, yeah. we, uh, the best uh, the just, best part is is Alho did not go anywhere. <laughs> it was not traded. And it was also he was also fantastic over the last two, three weeks of the season. He was actually insanely good. Yeah. Which yeah. is why I, I wanted him on my team. Yeah. We could have worked out a deal, Derek. I'm telling you, we could have. Oh, Listen, wow. you tried, it was it was it was a bold strategy. That's See, what it was. You. you know what? On, on on certain people, that might work. You get two people starting to auction up and bid up, you're laughing. It's just got to be the right people. Yeah. And here at the Fantasy Hockey better. Network, we don't roll that way. It would have been better to, like, play yeah. each other out, it was like, individually. Individually. Like, like, you could have told me, like, oh, Jace offered you me this, so you got to do better. And it I 100% been- would have reacted more to that if you had said, like, Avery's offering McDavid. I would have probably... Like, ah. I would have jumped to done more there instead of being all put in the same track. That's, mm-hmm. you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. What can I say? <laughs> That's <laughs> only Who's true. Something to think. It's of. true. It's yeah. true. Either way, no, but it's a good fantasy here. Like, we also yeah. asked our twelve-year-old cousins, so uh, you're competing against a twelve-year-old here. But right. biggest fantasy sleeper for next year. Who do you take him? Biggest fantasy sleeper for next year. Oh, shoot. Uh, wow, that's a tough one, boys. Doesn't have to be like a rookie coming in. Be like, who do you think is going to take it to the next step? Maybe a Jack Hughes. Good bounce back. You know what? I'm just going to go straight from the Daryls themselves. My boy, Timmy Stutzla. He was pretty good and he looks pretty good i think he that ottawa team i think i mean obviously not next year but over time they are going to get better i think everyone's pretty much consensus agreement about that they've got some good pieces there so i don't know he he could be a guy who really takes it to the next level next year who knows but i think that's uh, a good pick i I do i I like it straight from uh steven miotto's playbook to taking the guy from your own team Uh, (laughs) i like it i think it's a good pick too Let's get let's wrap it up here with sock and behavior. Derek, you want to stick around for sock and behavior stud of the week? Uh, yeah. I didn't even say. Wait, wait. Can I just say my team MVP? Because I've been leading up to this for like the last two hours now. I talked about it before with you. I I just have one question. We'll do this right after. Just one question, guys. In mm-hmm. our league, in the league that we are all in, who were the top two leading scorers in the last month? That's all I'm asking. And this will answer my fantasy MVP answer. Connor McDavid is one. Yep. And don't look at it. If you're looking I'm at it, looking. you're a cheater. Look at me. You guys got to guess he, it. He asked uh, you on your team, right? Yeah. He is on okay. my team. So this narrows it down a lot. Nate Dog? No. I thought Zabinijad was higher than uh, mm. Austin Matthews. Yeah. Jakob Chitrin? Nope. He was a goalie. Oh, I know it is. UC Soros. It's UC Soros. UC Soros was fantastic. I hate it. Over the last two months. I hate it. You could have just mentioned him in Socking Behavior Stud of the Week. I hate it so much. I drafted him in both my leagues. I hate it so much. You didn't draft him in that league. I thought I drafted him in both leagues. He did 12th round, 11th pick. I drafted him. Even did? 
Yusuf huh. Saros, man. He it was hurts. unbelievable. Unbelievable. He was the number one fantasy goalie. Better than Vasilevsky over that time. And oh. number two player in that in the league. Oh. Like, that kind of helped me out a lot in that championship run. Oh, he was God. Good. Your playoff run, he was huge. I'm going to be sick. <laughs> going to throw up. I think I'm going to puke. <laughs> okay, you know what? Derek's not going to be here for next week. We can get his stud of the year. Yeah, who was your stud yeah. of the year? Who was your stud of the year? I mean, I, I don't know how you could go, like, just to, not from my team, just any team, yeah? Anyone, yeah. Anybody. I, I just I, – there's no way you can't go with with the man himself, Mr. Uh, Century Club McDavid. Uh, like, True. The guy is – how you, like – I got 100 points. How many games is that that he's actually played 53. now? 53. Yeah, he just got stupid. He's got one or two more points tonight playing Montreal. I saw one at least. It's uh, like, yeah. He's playing a different game with a bunch of guys who are already playing a different game from everyone else in the world. You know what I mean? Like, he, he's on another tier of guys who are on another tier. It's just, I, I like, it's hard to... So wrap your mind around that. Like you don't see that in 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 the modern modern sports in general, and like the modern NHL particularly. Like it's just what it's insane. Saying? I saw no. a stat um, from the Oilers forwards core. They're forwards. He has sixty-seven more points than the third highest score scoring forward on that team. Nuge has thirty-three. I guess this would have been before tonight, actually. But Nuge had 33 points, and Connor McDavid has 100. That's insane. They're both first overall picks. What he's done <laughs> is actually just legendary. Like, the, you see the graphics of, like, fastest to 100 points, and you see Wayne, and you see Yager, and you see Mario. Mario did it twice in 38. 38. Like, that's just stupid. It yeah. is stupid. Either way, either way, yeah. we could be saying other names right now. But everybody knows the stud of the year is Connor McDavid. He's he's the fan. We will he's say the stud of the year. We will say other pick. names. We will it's say other pick. names. It is for diversity's sake. We we need to say other names, but like, it's just kind of implied. Mm-hmm. I'm glad yeah. you brought it up, Derek. Okay, fantasy hockey stud of the year, or it's not stud of the year, stud of the week, Kyle Kagan. Uh, give me Kale McCarr. Dude's been absolutely crushing it. His last two games, which were two straight days, two goals, two assists. Um, yeah, honestly, sure. As Isaac said, he's going to go from here to here <laughs> next Over year. There, baby. I love it. Jace, <laughs> right. start of the week, who you got? I'm going to go with Alex to bring it here. Uh, guys, low-key, 30-goal scorer this year. Also very impressive. Not to mention he's got – let's see, got here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. This looks like an eight-game goal-scoring streak. Pretty impressive and pretty low-key. Sorry, it's seven. It's seven. Either way, very impressive to end the year. Alex Dabrinkit, 30-goal scorer, low-key guy. And uh, he's been fantastic all year long. Dabrinkit, stud of the he's week. He's probably been the best bounce-back player. Yeah, like, of, like, he wasn't even that bad last year, but he's been outstanding this year. Yep. Steven, fantasy hockey stud of the week. Who you got? Ooh. Real quick, I'll just go Tim Stutzel. Got a hat trick, plus player on an Ottawa team. They've been rolling lately. Um, they, they've been winning a lot, and he's been a major part of it. So I'll just go with him real quick. I love it. So I'm going to have some fun here with mine. Uh, fantasy hockey, soccer behavior, start of the week. 
is going to my boy Seth Jones. Because Seth Jones, Saturday night, you know what he did, guys? He went ahead and he had three assists. A big plus three, two shots, two blocks for 21.8 fantasy points. And he's sitting 14 points, I believe, ahead of Neil Pionk. And guess yeah, who and, and Neil injured Pionk, and missed the last two games. Exactly. Mm. Not playing right now. <laughs> so, oh, how the turntables have turned, my friend. Avery Rosen might be getting the Seth Jones jersey. <laughs> yeah, it looks that way. Looks that way. Uh, like, Avery, Saturday more. night, by the way, legendary fantasy night for Avery. Dude wins a league that he's been snaked it in for years. And then Seth Jones pops off and probably wins him a jersey. So all-time night for Mr. Avery Rosen. I want, the, I want the third jersey. You want the? I'm gonna buy you the cheapest jersey on the NHL. <laughs> <laughs> the, I'll have your eight dollars bottle of wine. <laughs> I love oh, it. Funny. I love it. All right, guys, that was awesome. Uh, we'll have one more show for you next week. Derek, thanks for coming out, man. That was awesome. Guys, honestly, this was, uh, this was a hell of a time. I was supposed to be doing my homework here for uh, the fundamentals of accounting, but this was far more interesting. So cheers. Appreciate it. And uh, keep doing what you're doing. It's awesome stuff here. Love it. And uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. Thank you, Daryl. Thank you for coming on. We appreciate it. And we'll probably have you on next year. Awesome. Looking forward to it, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That was awesome. That was really fun. Good time. Um, Guys, that was a really, really crazy fantasy season uh, i know we just gotta wrap it up here but it was a lot of fun and we'll, we'll talk more about this next week but it was awesome so guys you made it this far give yourself a round of applause you know if you didn't win your league your league you were it yep. was a good year you had to deal with stuff you've never had to deal with before so round of applause it was awesome if you still want to talk fantasy hockey in the summer we're always here for you too if you want to talk about anything hockey related even if you want to just talk about your life we don't care send us a message <laughs> Yeah. At the underscore FH network on Instagram, Twitter. Have yourselves Understood. a beautiful day. Peace.